Welcome to I Used to Know. I'm Scott. And I'm Steve. We are your hosts for this adventure into the past, where we dive into things we used to know when we were kids that are no, no longer true. Hey, Scott. Hey, Steve. You know, Scott, we've known each other a very long time, right? I mean, we go way back. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. All the way back to the first day of second grade. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, second grade, my family had just moved to town that summer. All right, now here it is, first day of school. I don't know my way around the building, I don't know any of the teachers, and I sure don't know any of the kids. But it didn't matter, because this new school that of mine, well, actually ours, right, because we were there together. Yeah, absolutely. Our school had a playground, and the playground, Scott, I would argue, is the great equalizer in the world of a second grader. Right? On the yeah. playground, nobody cares where you came from or how awkward you are, or how much money your family makes. Nope. On that playground, there are only two things that matter to all those kids. What was that? Who's it? Yep. And where home base is. <laughs> That's right. Home That's base. <laughs> home base. And home base is usually like the slide, right? And if, if you're holding on to the slide, you're safe. Yeah, or some pole somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, except for all the kids that were using the slide as a slide, right? <laughs> um, the nerve. Cause, yeah, because you could be trying to get a hand on home base and instead get a foot in the face, <laughs> right? So Smack. And, you, and ironically, home base is supposed to be safe. It doesn't sound so safe right there. Yeah, sp- speaking of not so safe, I mean, that's nothing. I mean, do you remember what our playground was covered in in, in second uh, Oh, man. Was it like, it, it, it was like rocks. Stone. It was stone. It was yeah. crushed stone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not sand, even. Oh, crushed no. stone. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed gravel. Because nothing says playing safe than two inches of crushed gravel, except <laughs> for the climbing area. No. Uh, that was crushed gravel with an inch of sand on top. Oh, you that's know, good. To protect you from falling, you know, 10 yeah. feet from the top of the jungle gym, <laughs> you know. So a little bit of sand, a little bit of crushed stone, that'll save you. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah soft landing. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, I remember that playground like it was yesterday. The jungle gyms. Oh, do you remember that there were these swings? They're sitting on on top of a blacktop, right? Because you're not supposed to be kicking like stones or dirt from underneath you. So, yeah, to be safe, you're on top of this, you know, giant parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I I remember those playground toys. Things we would call today death trap. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's exactly right. So. So I guess that's what we're going to talk about today, which is kind of an extension of the Dangerous Toys podcast we did, which is, I used to know, playgrounds were dangerous. <laughs> they so, were. Could be, yeah. could be today. So let's grab our Wayback Machine and go back to where it all started. All right. When it all started. Yeah, when it started, I got this. I know. I did my research. 1850s in Germany, Scott. <laughs> Bet you thought I was going to go back to England, right? That's where everybody thinks this started, but it was really Germany. Yeah, that's that's very cool, Steve. 1850s is the first playground. You did nail the first playground. Aha! Uh-huh. Yes, I did it. Sort of? No, no, no. There's, there's no sort of. You're going to do this yeah, again, there, aren't you? Sorta. You're going to do this. You're going to go... What? You're going to go back farther. We... we just a little bit. We just got to go a little bit further back. Just a little bit. Like Romans. You're going to go to the Romans, right? No, no, no. Not not, not the Romans. The ancient Greeks. <laughs> the, the Greeks. Of 
course. Of yeah, course, ancient Greece. A little further back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's so picture this, right? Ancient Greece. It's the 5th century BC. Parents learned that their kids liked to be in motion. Mm -hmm. And so did some adults, right? In particular, they liked the back and forth motion of a pendulum. So they tied ropes to the nearest branch, tied a strong stick between them, and ta-da, you had a, a swing. It's a swing. And we know, and we know they had a swing because artists, particularly ones known for vase paintings for some reason, captured children and women uh, swinging on swings all the time. And people have been pumping their legs ever since. All right, okay, but uh, come on, that's not a playground. That's just, you know, the first playground equipment. I wanted to go to 1850s in Germany where the German people created these playgrounds, right? That they called them sand gardens and where adults could teach kids and, and I quote, the proper way to play. Now, it was an offshoot of this uh, German research going on on kindergartens, right, by Friedrich Froebel. Frederick Froebel, huh? So I would say that's not a playground either. That's a sand pit or a garden or something, right? <laughs> okay, sand. All right. I mean, All right. All right. Sand. So if it's not there, I, then what? No, I, we have to go to 1859 in Manchester, England, where the first purpose-built children's playground was built. Or 1871, when the first one was built near Boston, Massachusetts. The land that would become the Cypress Street Playground was purchased mm -hmm. by the town of Brookline, to create a public space to be used by kids for all ki uh, all kinds of outdoor activities. It was the first time a park would be built for such a purpose in the United States. That's 1871. I, I would have thought that's not New York City. That's not Central Park. So Central Park in the 1850s did have on paper play areas. Yeah. But the Central Park designers, Olmsted and Vox, didn't, they weren't big fans of open playing. Oh, but yeah. But they did designate a hill in the southern portion called the Kinderberg or the Children's Mountain for children to climb on. What? I don't um, I don't know this mountain, this Children's Mountain. Yeah, I, well at present day it's the Chess and Checkers house. Oh. Um yeah, it wouldn't be until 1891 or 1894 on 2nd Avenue between 91st and 92nd Street where an experimental playground would be created in New York City, one with playground equipment. Okay, so that was the first one in New York City, but so that it wouldn't be later until 1907 when playgrounds now would be officially introduced to the United States by President Roosevelt, who said, right, and I quote, I'm going to do my, my Roosevelt impression, right, get ready. <clears throat> City streets are unsatisfactory playgrounds for children because of the danger, because most good games are against the law, because they are too hot in summer, and because in crowded sections of the city, they are apt to be schools of crime. Neither do small backyards nor ornamental grass plots meet the needs of any but the very small children. Older children who would play vigorous games must have places especially set aside for them. And since play is a fundamental need, playgrounds should be provided for every child as much as schools. This means that they must be distributed over the cities in such a way as to be within walking distance of every boy and girl, as most children cannot afford to pay car fare. Thank you very much. And scene, right? <laughs> and scene. Um, and, and, uh, and I would say that is incredible forward 
thinking. I mean, it's just amazing to think back in, what was this, 1907? 1907, they're thinking that they need to have, you know, some some place for kids to go and play. So definitely forward thinking. But I, I think I want to start talking about the playground equipment now, right? You know, my, my favorite ones and how we almost died every single day we played on them. Oh yeah, let's let's do it. Let's talk about playground equipment because yeah, it's one thing to have a playground. <laughs> it's another thing to be risking your life <laughs> on the death traps that we called playground equipment. It is one thing to survive the day on the playground. Let me okay. So here here's one of my personal favorites. First. I'm gonna go first. My personal favorite um, is the the merry-go-round. Right now, this it seems calm enough. Right? What what have you? Kids push other kids around in a little circle. Right. Oh, you mean the manual one? The like manual not one. the one with the horses that go no. up and down. It's just a manual little <laughs> little uh, you know, metal disc that you you push around. Right? Very calm. Except I'm telling you, this is a hundred percent true, Scott. The goal for every kid that ever pushed that merry go round around is trying to go as fast as possible in the hopes that all the other kids are not going to be able to hold on any longer. They're going to get flung into the dirt, and they're going to be screaming and holding on. And it's all about the fun and excitement of trying to shove everybody off of that merry-go-round. That's just that's just human nature, Scott. Yes, it is the. It's like the first test they give a future astronaut, like the centripetal force test, right? Put a kid on it. <laughs> get. Three of the strongest kids to start spinning them around, or if you're lucky enough to have an adult, some adult who's a kid at heart, just kind of spin you around at warp speed. I can see um, you you were that kind of dad, right? You were the dad that would just be like standing there at the merry-go-round just faster, faster, faster. I was the receiver of that, actually. You were the receiver? Yeah, we were at a Boy Scout trip, and I was, uh, we were at uh, Schwartzwood Lake. I think. And yeah, yeah, I was on the, and a dad came over and decided to see how fast they could spin it and how much I could, I could hold on to. <laughs> and um, yes, I, I, good news. I held on to the, uh, the merry-go-round. Yes. So I was fine with that, good. but I did not hold on to my lunch. <laughs> I was going to say, that must be the, the flip side of that. Uh, you know, you either, you either get flung off or you get nauseous. And it's just how yes. it works. Uh, fun, yes. Fun for the whole family. The merry-go-round. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. The best, one of the best. All right, let me give you. Let me give <laughs> what, you my second you one. I right, got my second one is the, uh, the the little toy horse or dragon or spaceship, whatever you want to call it. That's sitting on that big giant spring. You know what I'm talking about? You sit <laughs> on this. You sit on like the horse, and it's on a spring, and the spring lets you rock back and forth, right? Except, I'm telling you, Scott, this is 100% true. The goal for every kid that ever rode one of those little horses on a spring is to see how far you can get that spring to bend all the way back and how far you can get it to go all the way forward. And, you know, you even get your friends. They're, They're helping you, like, grabbing your shoulders and pulling you all the way back. Just pulling, pulling, pulling until you get that horse facing, like, straight up into the sky. Right? And then... They let go. Whoosh! It's like a faceplant machine, this thing. I don't know what they were thinking when they invented it. I mean, it looks innocent enough, but kids, kids got figure out a way to make it dangerous. I'm, I'm thinking that I am beginning to understand why our school system really doesn't go into 
discussion of physics until eighth grade because I think it's probably a good idea to keep physics concepts out of kids' heads when they're really deeply involved in playground <laughs> because you you would be able to do incredible things if you hey, <laughs> just leverage leverage a little bit of you knew your knowledge in physics <laughs> let's hey hey bobby billy and jeff let's get together inelastic collisions go <laughs> Ooh, what we need is pulleys <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah perfect all right all right all right next one this is my this is my third favorite the fire pole right now this is simple enough right it's basically you got this this pole you slide down like your fireman and it goes down through this little child size hole in the floor the upper level of the playground structure that's there but let me repeat all right this is 100 percent true scott everything's true there's a child size hole in the floor in the floor so you can slide down this pole there's like a little four-year-old five-year-old waddling around up there boom through the hole that, that's not safe that's that's just asking for trouble. Yeah, and and nowadays on these kind of things, they either put it on the side where there's like rails and things, or where they rail it off. Ours was just like a Scooby-Doo episode, just a hole in the floor that you would just wander if you weren't paying attention. Whoop! You just, <laughs> <laughs> you just hang in the air for like a split second with your like your feet dangling, and then yep. whoop, little little. And then be a brief moment where you'd be like, maybe I could grab onto the onto the pole and slow my descent. No. <laughs> no. No, you know, I'm just plunging to my my and, demise. And yeah. I don't know what it was about that that pole. It was almost like it was greased, right? I mean, there must have been somebody that came out there and put some kind of like uh, some kind of like rubbing oil on it or something. Because you, you go down that pole, it's fast. You don't go down slow. You go down fast. Except in the winter. Yeah, in, in the winter, you basically freeze <laughs> you to, it. to it. Stuck to it. My my hands, my hands. I have to peel them off. Unless you had gloves. And then your gloves were like, you know, they were grease as well. You would just <laughs> mock two on the way down. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah. what? Uh, those are my favorites. What were your favorites? All right. So I'm going to do this kind of like, I'm going to do it in backwards order. Oh, you're going to go reverse order. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my third favorite was the geometric dome climber jungle jump. Oh, yeah, I know that. So it's a big dome with, like, triangles that would put the whole dome together. And and they still sell them. Like, you can go on the Lifetime website, which is Lifetime, a company that makes, like, playground equipment and stuff. And and you can can get the red and blue one, I think, that I got. The exact one I had in my house. Yeah, they're fun to climb on. Sure. Yeah, but mine was at the house where it was, you know, I don't know, about six feet tall maybe in the middle but what i'm thinking of were those giant super geometric dome climbers the the ones were like 10 feet tall in the middle (laughs) that's a long drop yeah and and of course you don't want to mow under them because you know you know that's hard maintenance it's hard to do that so typically back when we were growing up you'd put it on blacktop you know (laughs) nice soft blacktop it's good yeah there's no grass so you don't have to mow it and, right, um, it's easy to maintain. Hose it down, maybe if if you know when when blood is spilled, just hose it down. <laughs> or it's easier to do like the little chalk outline on the blacktop than you do <laughs> on grass. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. No, I. I think you're right. For kids, the kids that climb around and, and they're they're gigantic. They're they're ten, fifteen feet up in the air, and you're climbing around on these metal poles, and there's there's you you drop, you drop. You're just gone. Yeah, and of course, the, the big game, of course, is uh, when you're a beginner, is to climb over the top up, you know. Upside kind of down. Like you would climb up. 
but upside on the inside was the advanced model, right? Uh -huh. So the beginner model was on the outside and you would go over the top and then you would try to do it um, up, you know, you you would never turn around. You would just go face head first down on the other side. <laughs> like Spider-Man. Right, but then, you know, when you went to an advanced mode, you'd go on the inside and try to do it. And so you're hanging upside down in the middle and then you're Monkey. actually upside down and face down going down on the other side. Oh, I couldn't do that. Upside down and face down? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. So they had geometric dome. That's definitely one. Yes. What, what, yes, what else you got? So my second favorite one yep. was the teeter-totter, right? Or also the seesaw. Yes. Another name, right, for it. So basically a steel pole with one seat on each end and a fulcrum in the middle. And one person would push up and the person on the other side would come down and then that would push up and the other side would go down. I'm, Sounds I'm like fun. explaining this because, yeah, you don't really find a lot of them now for probably a good reason. That's why I'm mm -hmm. kind of describing them a little bit. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would spend hours on there um, that is to say, until the person on the other side thought it would be fun to jump off while you're in the middle of the air. And then you would just free fall and crash uh, all the way down, which is a common way for me to lose feelings. Yeah, yeah. It, and and uh, the other person thinks it's funny until the other kid crashes on the ground is now in like a crying heap. So all of a sudden doesn't seem so funny. So uh, yeah, but they jumped off and ran already. So yeah. they, you know, <laughs> so they're on to other the things. teacher aides who are working the playground they had no idea who did it that kid was gone uh yeah i i have i have been on the receiving end of a seesaw free fall drop multiple times now they have, they have that like little um there was like a like a half of a tire on the bottom uh, of of the ground for for the seesaw to land on and really all that would do is i'm falling free fall style straight down onto the tire and then I get that like little like bounce from the tire, which then flips me off of the seesaw entirely, and then I land off into the dirt. I again, I think I mentioned this in the banter one. I didn't actually. I, it's my favorite to watch. I was an observer of these things because I was like, the physics of this is too scary to get involved in. Right. So I was not um, really doing it, but I would definitely watch it and watch it maim kids every day. One of the more interesting ones, I don't know if you've ever seen those, were the adjustable fulcrum one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, you can, can lift have it like, up multiple and then, people. Yeah. So like you can have an adult on one side and you could have like one kid on the other side and there would be a balance because you could move the fulcrum yeah. and stuff like that. So those were always kind of interesting. Of course, there'd be chains to hold it together. And if they weren't chains, then kids would take the <laughs> take it apart. Yeah, you know, start running across the field as a plow. Yeah, they so, got a they yeah. got a battering ram now. Uh, all right, yeah. so so wait, th yeah. those are pretty dangerous things, right? You got the the uh, the seesaw and the geodesic dome. So then, what on blacktop is your on on blacktop? What's your number one then? Oh, there could only be one. I mean, <laughs> my my favorite of all time uh, was the slide. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. just and a slide. Not the, not the, no, no, no. The, you know, there was always like different kinds of slides. There was like, there was a jungle gym with a slide, but then there was the slide. Like there'd be like a 15 foot slide. I know. Like a one. high, you'd have to climb up a ladder that was like a high dive ladder. Yeah. You know, it'd be just... like climbing all the way to the top and then be some kid wanting to push you down, right? <laughs> it's gleaming um, silver. This whole thing is just metal. Yes. And and so it was either side by side or they could be a twisty slide. And again, like you said, sheet metal to make sure you couldn't climb up 
right? Yeah. Yep. You didn't want to be able to climb it up, uh, up it. So and they, they also don't want you like like climbing around on trees and dangling over the right. slide. So they kept all the trees so away. It, so they put it right in the middle, so the sun could bake this. Thing. <laughs> it's just in this um, open field. Yeah, and then and then if you held on to the sides of the slide, right, the yep. edges are just bent sheet metal, but the bottom was just basically bent sheet metal sharpened to a razor's edge. Yeah, except so for where it was rusty. Fingers. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> that was where you, if you didn't get the razor, you got the tetanus, right? <laughs> and 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 if your pants didn't uh, didn't make you hit the bottom, like, right. At Mach one, then your shorts would make you lose a layer of skin oh. because you know you you would either have pants that could like you know get you down there faster, or you had shorts which would stick to you, especially if it was really hot, and you'd lose your skin. And oh my god, and, just... and your fingers were slit, and and that's assuming a kid didn't push you down, and that was of course making sure you didn't have a kid at the end who was trying to climb up. And, oh yeah, um, and then yeah, you would knock their feet up. out when you came down, right? And oh my god, absolutely chaos. Yeah. um injury maker but um but fun yeah fun but fun yeah and it, <laughs> there, there'd always be every time that i would come down there'd always be like some kind of just puddle of water and i always thought that i'd be able to just slide down to the bottom and gracefully exit the slide and kind of like bounce off like a gymnast but it never happened that way i would always slide down and then i just lose my balance and i just go bam like back down into this puddle just soaked <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so all right do you want to talk about some other ones that you may remember others others that are not on our top list yeah okay but these are these are things that were on the playground back when we were growing up yeah mostly i mean i think maybe a few of them may be a little older than when we were doing it but okay. right, yeah, what um, do we got? like the well like the witch's hat the witch's hat what is a witch's yeah, hat? So, so what that was is if you rem okay, so picture this, right? A ring that would be going around a pole, but the ring would be attached by like either chains, like chains. or oh pole. yeah yeah yeah. It's like and so you could you'd get on it and the thing could like teeter side to side, right, right. maybe swing this. a little bit around, right, and go around in circles. Yes. So they called it a witch's hat because it was pointy on the top and it had the big brim was where you would sit or stand. Right, right. And then you could have people around the, the, the ring and then you just be kind of like spinning around almost like, um, yeah, it's like a carnival ride, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. And, and, then, and then to go a little bit with that, there was also the giant stride. I don't know the giant stride either. What is this? All right. So same kind of concept as the witch's hat in a way which is kind of like a maypole kind of design, right? But essentially, you you would there would kind of be like uh, uh, swings that you would hang on with you, you know with a, a pole on on some chains yeah. that would be coming off the top of the pole and you would run and and while holding on to the pole you would run and jump and then the pole would let you swing around in a circle around the pole. So it was kind of like a, a chin-up chin-up bar that was held by chains from a witch's hat kind of design <laughs> that you could spin so that around. you could that you could spin around just by holding yourself there by the sheer will and terror of your arms <laughs> so it's like a it's like a zip line that just that is, went, is, nowhere. Just went nowhere just went in a circle <laughs> all right without any safety equipment yeah uh, I, you know it, I, i've never seen that but i gotta tell you it kind of sounds like fun I, i'd do that <laughs> that'd be fun 
um, going around a pole like a, a tetherball was another one, right? You have the, the ball on a, on a long string or a chain and the whole idea was to smack this ball so it would spin around the pole and you want to you wanna smack it hard enough so it goes by the kid on the other side enough times that you actually wrap around the pole all the way. I don't know if you got hit in the face with one of those tether balls. I mean, you at that moment would say that was a dangerous playground toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not funny. Exactly. Yeah, it makes me think of like um, there was that other thing in the in the playground at our school, which was like a it was like a funnel on a big pole, and the thing was like 15 feet in the air, and you would throw a like a rubber ball, like a playground ball, and you throw it into the funnel, and it would come down out of the funnel it through... One of the random holes. One of, like, four random holes on the bottom, and the, and the random holes would have numbers on them. And then it would come out, and then you just do it again. I... I don't understand that. I don't understand the fun of that. I, it was <laughs> always there, and nobody would use it. Because, I don't know, maybe grown-ups thought, oh, well, kids, you know, want to want to have fun throwing things like it's almost like basketball maybe but yeah it was like basketball with random yeah was was there a score to it like would you get points if you got the ball or something i i i, I remember exactly what you're talking about and when we were in elementary school there was a little playground that was in the back of the elementary school near open space and yeah it was there yeah, that's what i'm talking about. i know exactly what you're saying yeah 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 that's just yep. so and maybe that's not a dangerous playground toy that's just a stupid playground toy well both tetherball and that toy had one piece of danger to it if you remember so there was always the trick that you would try to play tag or something and get your friend to stand in the danger (laughs) they would stop not facing where the ball was going to come down or the tetherball swinging the other way so you could you would hope that the tetherball would whack him in the back of the head yeah right right and often because you were not a king of or queen of of physics it, you would, especially with tetherball, it wouldn't whack them in the back of the head. It would normally the the string would try to choke them around their neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were not that good at figuring it out. So, uh, you know, I mean, the tetherball or like uh, you know playing tag around the swings, right? I mean, they're just like there are so many places where either kids or chains or pieces of metal are just flying around in circles or swings, and bam, you can get you can get knocked down. Super fast. All yeah, right. or even think of those giant swings we used to have growing up, and then kids would jump off those swings in mid-flight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could get you really would, high. You would be, yeah, you'd be, you'd be easily 10 feet off. Easily. And jumping like, off into the pile of stone. You'd be like, hey, everybody, look how high I can get, which is, you know, fun until you land. Yes, and it was always great for the person who was standing behind you trying to wait their turn to go on the swing. Because then all of a sudden this swing, which is now completely out of control, <laughs> just comes flying back. towards your face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, good times. Uh, we, good times. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to talk about modern day ones, though? Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say playgrounds now, they've come a long way, modern day. Especially if we're talking about safety, right? But there's still more than 200,000 children that wind up going to the emergency room each year because of some kind of playground-related injury, Scott. Ugh, you know, I, I looked this up. That's basically the entire population of Salt Lake City. You're kidding. Goes to the emergency room due to playground-related injuries oh, every year. Man, that's... 
I mean, it just, it just shows you how how dangerous some of these some of these things are, right? I mean, kids want to play, but we want them to play safely. And I tell you, even two hundred thousand get to the emergency room, twenty thousand, uh, fourteen years and younger, wind up with some kind of traumatic brain injury because of some kind of play, you know, thing that happened on the playground. So, wow. yeah, yeah, it's it's sobering. So to prevent it, there's a the National Safety Council in the United States. Uh, and they have a list of recommendations, right? Things that uh, that that you should you should have on playgrounds for safety, right? So uh, things like places where you could fall, right, underneath swings or under at the bottom of a slide, fall surfaces is what they call it. They should be made out of you know wood chips, so you can land into the wood chips or mulch or some kind of like you know thick sand or shredded tire, you know rubber. You always see the, the tiny little chunks of uh, of rubber that's uh, underneath uh, these playgrounds nowadays, um, and it's uh, it it really helps uh, you know young children from getting seriously injured on these on these playgrounds. Uh, it's like a playground like crumple zone, I guess. Right? It is, yeah. yeah. Land and it just kind of like, Oof. and so I guess. Which is the opposite of the crushed stone we had. <laughs> crushed, <laughs> crushed stone was more for let's just you know make sure that we don't we need doubt. to yeah we don't have to mow this playground because that'll be a hassle. Forget the kids, we don't want to mow. But, <laughs> exactly. But now, yeah, we, it, the right thing is to is to protect the kids. So so this soft material, whatever it is, wood chips or mulch or crushed up tires it can be like a, like a foot deep in some places because you really want that soft you know cushioning landing other things other things to watch out for on on the playground places where you're going to get your head stuck right like a like a, a trap hazard some hole where you wind up you know putting your head poles. in and you can't get it out yeah poles that are side by side they figured out you shouldn't have anything where you can uh, have a separation between two different objects that uh, it's like anywhere between three inches and nine inches. Because if 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 it's within three to nine inches, that's about the kid's head shape, depending upon age. And you can you at least get, getting it in get stuck in it. Yeah, you get in, and then you're not going to come back out, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, so uh, yeah, a lot of the things are, are are being designed into these new playgrounds, and they're also looking at you know making sure that they keep these different uh you know play areas separated you don't have the swings right next to the four square and you don't have the slide you know exiting right out into you know where where all the other kids are going to be lining up to get their chance on the swings or on the monkey bars or on the geodesic dome or whatever so so where playgrounds used to be kind of like cramped now playgrounds are really spread out because they want to keep all these different play areas separated yeah. wow yeah. Our playground was was big, wasn't cramped, but they did decide to put, like, you know, if you remember, we had to run past all the swinging kids in order to get to the school buses. You had to time it. Got to time it right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like some sort of Indiana Jones test every time we wanted to catch our bus. <laughs> the Pentonet Mansion Pass. The Pentonet Mansion Pass. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, you got anything else? You got any thoughts around playgrounds? Uh, around playgrounds? No, no. I think uh, I think I'm I'm kind of tapped out. What do you, do you have? Anything else? Oh yeah, I do. Okay. I oh, do. go ahead. Yeah. So I want to point out that this year, 2021, mm-hmm. April 26th to the 30th in 2021. Do you know what's so special about that? That uh, week? Uh, that week is uh, there's not going to be spring break this year because the pandemic. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What is it? 
It's National Playground Safety Week. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's like a it's like a month and change away. That's pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It is, and and they have pl- a playground report card that you can go download and rate your own playground. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's at playgroundsafety.org. Oh. Um, and you can go download this uh, playground, and you can actually even hire inspectors to go there and stuff. So, hey, so let me share with you the basics of this this report card. All right, and maybe we should rate our playground growing up with this report card. Oh, what do you y- think? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I want to see. I want to see how our old playground, you know, measures up to these safety standards. Because I, I don't think it's going to be pretty, Scott. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. But okay, so. Um, first of all, they 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 have a basic theme. It's called you want to see how safe your playground is. Yeah, of course. So you, safe you want it to be safe. Is yes, but every letter in the word safe means something. Oh, so wow, it's an acronym. S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so S means does it have supervision? Okay. A is it age appropriate design? Mm-hmm. Uh, F is what are the fall surfaces? And E is are, is there equipment maintenance? Okay. Well, I know we didn't have equipment maintenance back then. So, <laughs> well, let's go through them. So, all right. supervision. All right. So, and the grading system. It's uh, the America's Playground Safety Report Card. Um, evaluate your playground. Your playground using the following criteria, uh, and then they give you a full explanation of what everything means on the side, which I'm not going to read. But we'll go to the playground. All right. Uh, well, you, you, at least. you sent me this link. I'm looking at it right now. It, it looks like yeah. a like like a, almost like a report card you would get from school to say whether or not you know you you know you 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 learned your ABCs or you're doing you 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 know your multiplication tables. Yes or no. This is uh, and and I will point out the graphics on it. Two out of the four graphics on the top are actually topic items we talked about. That's true. I do. I, I see the geodesic dome right there. And the and the teeter-totter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's a swing, but we don't know about the black cops. So. <laughs> we, can't, we can't tell if that's on top of just pavement. So. Yes. All right. All right. So, so let's, yeah, let's score our old playground. What do we have? Okay. So basically you say yes or no's, and then you count up how many yeses or no's you have. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. All right, supervision. Adults are present when children are on the equipment. Absolutely not. Well, I don't know. When we did playgrounds at the school, I don't know if it's a yes or no. I mean, there there was usually a teacher's aide, like one of them for all like hundred of us. Yeah. Are they watching? I don't remember. Well, on the upside, back then they didn't have cell phones, so they had nothing else better to do than watch. (laughs) That's true. I I remember playing on the playground. I don't remember a lot of adults being there, but okay. So you want to make this a yes or you want to make it a no? So I'm going to give them a yes. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, you are generous. But the next one is children can be easily viewed on the equipment, and that is a definite no. That is a no. Right. Partly because yeah, of how the equipment was laid out compared to where the teacher's aide was. But also, we would actively try not to be seen, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah okay. Not easily. Right, let's make that a no. But the, then, this, then this gets even more interesting. Children can be viewed in crawl spaces, like actual like crawling hiding locations. Yeah. You could actually see them. <laughs> no, no. 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 In fact, if the teacher didn't, if the teacher aide didn't see you, they didn't even count to see if we were all accounted for when we walked back in. 
<laughs> you remember that? Nobody checked to see if we were all there. They just assumed that you didn't want to spend your life out in the playground. That's right. So, that's right. Um, and rules were posted regarding expected behavior. Rules? Um, there were no posted. rules posted? No. <laughs> it was like Fight Club, right? There's <laughs> only right. one rule. <laughs> the first rule of playground. <laughs> you don't talk about the playground. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, so, no. All right, so we got one yeah. yes and three no's. Okay, we are yes. not we are not uh, not exactly screaming ahead we're, here. Okay, we're not starting grade here. Okay, so playgrounds have separate areas for ages two to five and five to twelve. Separate <laughs> areas? You can't separate one area. So no. I mean, they would we we gather in different groups because nobody wanted to be seen with the little kids when right. we were at middle kid right but the kindergartners so. were out there with the second graders i think oh yeah i remember were, yeah. you know having you remember the, the boat they had the boat jungle gym yes like a boat yes i do right yeah oh. so i mean you had little kids like wandering around while the big kids were like growing things yeah dirt bombs remember dirt bombs those little any kind of compressed piece of dirt that would explode when you threw it at someone? Yeah, usually you want the, the dirt bomb that's got the chunk of grass because then the roots would hold the dirt together. And then when it hit, Yeah, whoosh. yeah, otherwise it would spread out there. Yeah. And, and it was also a way to make sure it wasn't a rock. Yeah. Because that could get you in trouble fast. Yeah, you don't want to be in the principal's office because of a, a rock-laden yeah. dirt bomb. All right, so yeah, that's a exactly. no. That's a no. So that's definitely a no. Uh, platforms have appropriate guardrails. Guardrails? Guardrails? We didn't have any guardrails. That's a if, no. If they could give us sheer cliffs, we would have had that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, guardrails cost money, Scott. You're not going to put guardrails on that. In the they get in the way. That's right. They, they slow your fall. We don't want this fall <laughs> to happen fast. If you're on the playground toy, the ex- expectation is you want to come off. <laughs> if you accidentally fall off, that was on you. That's a no. Um, That's a no. Yeah, no. Platforms uh, allow change of direction to get on and off of the structure. Oh, I know for a fact that this is a no because I've been at the top of that 15-foot slide that you were talking about. You climb all the way back up or you climb all the way up. And if you chicken out, you're at the top there and you want to turn around. There are three other kids that are on that ladder climbing up. You can't turn around. There's no way to turn around. There is no way to turn around. There is no There's just... Forward is all you have. It is the point of no return. As soon as you're, as soon as you are on the second run of that ladder, second rung of that ladder, you're, you're just, you're, you're committed. You're committed. Yeah, you're committed. You're not getting. You're stuck. Yep, you're that's going, a no. You're going for it. <laughs> that's a yeah. no. Yep. Signage indicating age group for equipment provided. Um, except for the numbers on that random thing, <laughs> I don't think there was any signage anywhere for anything. There was nothing. There was, there was no age group everyone sign? assumed no. you knew how to use whatever was there exactly whether it was appropriately used or not that was not their concern didn't matter didn't matter you just had to be out there for 20 minutes so you can come in after lunch <laughs> entertain yourself and and move <laughs> and try not to die sorry because the teachers need their time away from the kids so we're out there <laughs> all right that's a no the equipment design prevents climbing outside of the structures yeah like nobody climbed <laughs> on that outside of the boat <laughs> they Oh, this is why is this even on the list? These structures are there. Of course, kids are going to climb all over them. Inside, outside, doesn't matter. How do you design a way not to climb on the outside of the structure? Like spikes? I expect, 
Well, yeah, it's like those things they have for birds so that they don't roost on a, on a ledge and those <laughs> yeah, little wires exactly. thing. <laughs> um, my, my guess is this is supposed to work in hand in hand with the S portion, the supervised party uh, portion of right. it. But no. Yeah. That's a no. No. <laughs> the supporting structures prevent climbing on it. Well, that's interesting. Supporting um, structures. So I'm thinking of like our giant swings, mm-hmm. right? The poles that held up the giant swings. Oh, those climbing poles. <laughs> you you did try to climb them. <laughs> they did have a decent angle, though. It was yeah. difficult. Right. But there were kids who would shimmy up it. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was... You know, and, and the random pole with the number thing, people would shimmy up on that, too, because that's how you got them out. Like, so if you threw a ball in there and it got stuck between two of the holes, yeah. you throw a second ball up there and then that would get stuck. And the only solution was to get a kid who could shimmy up the pole and, like, get their hand inside of there and break it up. Yeah. And you know so, how they would do it? They would they would shimmy up and they would wrap their legs around the pole almost like a lasso snake. <laughs> almost like a lasso snake. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So that's a big fat no. All that's right. a no. Oh, this will... This will be fun. Ball surfacing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Suitable surface materials provided. Yes, because the pavement was seal coated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I guess the question is the definition of suitable. Suitable. Or whose yeah. who's perspective. Yep. No, that's a, that, that's going to be a no. That's going to be a no because uh, I, don't, I don't think... Uh, pavement is the right uh, surface for this answer uh, um, height of all equipment is eight feet or lower absolutely not nope we already uh, know that appro- we had a 15 foot slide so yes uh, appropriate depth of loose fill provided um well that's an interesting one because the depth may have been appropriate i mean it will <laughs> I mean it was crushed stone <laughs> might as well have been shards of glass but right. but it was it was thick <laughs> That's true. There was a lot of a lot of crushed stone. Um, or we could reread this as uh, loose fillings provided, and I got many of those. <laughs> well, let's see. What do they actually call this? So I can I can break out one of the few detailed ones here. So proper loose fill surface must be the appropriate depth to custom uh, to cushion falls. An inch of sand, uh, hand packed dirt will not provide any protection. We recommend 12 inches of loose fill material. <laughs> no. Nope. That's a no. That's a definite no. Six foot use zone has appropriate surfacing. I don't even know what that means. What is a six foot use zone? It's the zone bigger than the five foot zone. Oh. Oh, that. Yeah. No, we didn't have appropriate surfacing for that. Appropriate surfacing should be located directly underneath equipment and extend six feet in all directions, with the exception of slides and swings, which have a longer use zone nope so have that. whatever your fall stuff is it has to be surrounding it by six feet of uh fall surface except for the slides <laughs> which should be even more yeah because you're gonna get shot out of that slide so and swings so that's uh definitely that's a, that's a concrete no. footings are covered concrete with footings crushed are stone, co- <laughs> with crushed stone <laughs> they're covered covered with crushed stone and more concrete so maybe that counts yeah, that, uh, that's a no. That's an obvious no. Surface free of foreign objects. Now, that may be true. They did clean it up a lot. That is true. That is true. And um, many of the beer bottles that were there were domestic objects. 
<laughs> I I think they I think they did a good job keeping it clean. That's true. Okay, I'll I'll concede that. It was that. really easy to do because it was crushed on the blacktop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they would just go out there with their leaf blower. And yeah, be like Pfft. everything's gone. Yeah. All right, all right, that gets a yes. We, we they, they get right. a yes for surface free of foreign objects. Yes. Okay, and then we're at the final ones, which all right is going to be hard for us because. We're going to probably not remember all the details. So I, I say we'd be benevolent. And if we don't remember something, we'll give them a yes. We'll give them a pass. All right. If you if you want to be that that generous, that's fine. I, I think so. Okay, so here we go. Equipment is free of noticeable gaps. And that's one that I'm like, I can't think if I, I can't measure it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'd know. I'd have to go there again. I don't know. So I'm going to give them a yes. They get a pass. Okay, fair enough. Free of head entrapments. Oh, that's a no. That is a no, because we know people who had their head entrapped. Yes, exactly. We, we do. Free of broken parts. I sort of want uh, to give them a yes, because I think mostly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. maybe that's not the point. It shouldn't be mostly. It should be all. But yeah, I'm OK with a yes. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, we'll give them that because, you know, uh, missing parts. Well, there were missing parts. Yeah. And and protruding bolts. Oh, there were protruding bolts. Absolutely. All over the place. Absolutely. And and was it free of rust? Shall we just openly laugh right now? <laughs> we should openly laugh. Ha ha. It was made of rust. Holy cow. This thing. <laughs> free of splinters? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many splinters have you had from all of the playground equipment we played on? Oh, countless. Countless. And I am a master getting splinters out because of all these playground splinters that I've had. Oh my gosh. And free of cracks and holes. I don't know. I don't remember any holes. All right, I'll give him a. I'll give him a pass. Give so, him a yes. All right, all right, all right, all right. So add right, them so up. The scoring system works like this. Yep. If you got over twenty-four yeses, you have an A. Over over twenty. If you have to, over twenty, excuse me. I'm sorry. You're right. Over twenty yeses, you have an A. If you have over seventeen yeses, you have a B. Right. If you have no, no. Uh, yeah. If you only have 13 yeses, you have a C. If you only have eight yeses, you have a D. Yep. And anything less than, than eight, so seven or less of yeses, you have an F. An F. stands for do not allow children on this playground. Make changes immediately. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I wasn't keeping track. How, how many? Count them up. What do we have? So... We have, if you include our passes, which we gave away three passes, we have a score of five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> not even close. Five. So so technically, do not allow children on these playgrounds make changes immediately. <laughs> so, so we really have to work on this time machine uh, so that we can go back and tell our younger selves to get off of that equipment right away. But it gets even better because in the scoring system, when you do these yes or no's, there's certain yeah. grade sections, like there's sections with gray shading. Yeah. And they point out double asterisk about the gray sections, which says if any of the gray boxes are marked no, the potential of a life-threatening injury is significantly increased. Contact the owner <laughs> of the playground immediately. Life-threatening. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of those grayed out ones that we said no to. Nine. Nine. We have nine grayed out. 
gray section. Head entrapment. Threatening. Concrete yeah. footings. <laughs> so, wow. so I guess the moral to the story is uh, it's amazing we, we yeah. live. Hey, hey, congratulations on living, Scott. Yeah. So, so that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much what I have. Wow. Do you have anything else, Steve? I don't have anything else, but that was fun scoring our childhood playground. Now I, yeah. now not only do I have scary stories of the playground, but I have I have irrefutable proof that it was dangerous because I've got this score. Thank you, Scott. Yes, absolutely. So we could we could say that we've done like life-threatening work in our past. <laughs> That's like right. We played <laughs> on the playground. We should have gotten hazard pay for going to school. <laughs> <laughs> so but you know there's still a lot of fond memories that's true yeah, a lot of fun on the and, playground and permanent scars mm-hmm. that's good <laughs> that's how you remember that's how you remember oh yes this is the this was the great fall from the <laughs> from the from the seesaw from uh 1981 that's right so all right well i guess that's how i used to know playgrounds were dangerous yes yeah, we, we hope you like this podcast of I Used to Know. By now, I'm sure you know we're on iTunes and TuneIn and iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, basically everywhere you can get your podcast fixed. But did you know how important ratings are in helping others find our podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. So if you could go to your favorite pod player and just give us a rating, uh, we would be forever in your debt or at least really, really thankful. Definitely. Also, do you have a su- suggestion, something you used to know that you wished you knew a little bit more about well hey we can help come visit us at facebook at i used to know again where it's the number two i used to know or twitter at i used to know pod and tell us about it we would love to hear from you and thanks as always to the amazing stevie jump for our theme song stevie jump again thanks for listening threes and eights everybody and we'll talk to you soon (laughs) bye everybody